Hello, how are you all? Um, welcome to this episode of Your Best Self Podcast. And in this week's episode, don't know why I couldn't speak there, um, I'm going to be discussing what I think is the most important thing for successful fat loss. And that is, drum roll please, adherence. So I bet you thought I was going to say a calorie deficit. So of course this is true and very important that you're not going to be able to lose body fat without creating a calorie deficit, no matter what other Instagram people or guru, gurus like want you to believe. Like you do not have to go keto to lose body fat. Like it is about creating a calorie deficit. But if you cannot stick to that and cannot adhere to that, if you're waking up dreading life on your diet, then are you going to be able to stick to this long term? Like absolutely not. So yes, a calorie deficit is important, but how you actually create that calorie deficit and how likely you are to stick into it or to adhere to it is equally, if not more, important. So adherence is very, very important. But what is going to help you adhere to your diet or stick to your diet? And I suppose this does depend on like each individual person. Uh, but here are some common ways that I have helped clients um, over the past five years of coaching um, include that helps calorie de- like creating a calorie deficit, sticking to that calorie deficit, getting results and losing body fat, toning up, feeling lean. These are the, some of the things that we include that help them along the way. And it's actually something that I include and I coach you through in my six-week group, um, Project Your Best Self. So the intake for April has opened. We go on the 24th. We start the six weeks on the 24th. But if you sign up before the 9th, um, you actually get two free weeks of coaching. I pop you into a private Facebook group with the other people who are um, starting up. So we've got a couple already signed up. Um, love these action takers. Um, so you'll go and go into a private Facebook group. I will set your targets um, and I am going to share with you some mindset work, which is going to help you get in the right frame of mind for successful dieting, for successful fat loss and for achieving results, not just short term, but also long term as well. So if you're interested, I will pop the details in the show notes. But this is um, something that I help from a nutrition point of view, coach clients through that help that makes it easier for them to stick to their diet. And the first thing is including more nutrient dense foods. So not only will these foods help increase the volume of food that you can eat, so the amount of food that's on your plate, they'll also they're also going to help you feel good. They're going to help your mood. They are going to help with your energy levels, with your motivation levels. And all of these things are going to make dieting so much easier. So like I said before, like creating a calorie deficit is the only way of losing fat. But 1800 calories of like McDonald's, for example, and I'm not demonising these foods at all. Um, but 1800 calories of nutrient dense food versus 1800 calories of McDonald's food um, is going to satisfy you so much more. Um, and when I talk about nutrient dense food, I'm talking about like your lean protein sources, like your chicken, your fish, um, like your lower fat mince, pork, turkey rashers, Greek yogurt, corn, veggie sausages, like all these these protein sources, um, like your fruit, your veg, whole grains. 
legumes, like your healthy sources of fat, sugar, so olive oil, um, peanut butter, avocado, nuts and seeds. My mind is going blank there. Um, but all these are going to fill you up and make you feel so much better um, than like 1800 calories of or your calorie intake of more processed foods so that's the first thing the second thing is the 80 20 room 80 20 rule so i am not if you've been following me for a while and listening to podcasts for a while like you'll know my ethos like i do not think that you should be cutting anything out of your diet but when you do want to create a calorie deficit and you do want to lose body fat, like you do have to be mindful of the frequency of some foods that you are choosing. Like we spoke about before, the, the less nutrient-dense foods. You have to be mindful of like the frequency that these um, are in your diet. You have to be mindful of the portion sizes. Um, sometimes like little habits that are, that are creeping in, whether it's there's emotional eating there. Like You have to be mindful of the amount of... Um, like the, the frequency and the amount that are in your diet but there's no need to completely cut them out and that's why I like to go by the 80-20 rule and that is 80% of your nutrition that comes from the nutrient-dense um, food sources that I spoke about before and 20% comes from the less nutrient-dense um, but they're really, 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 really tasty um, foods. So foods like chocolate crisps, biscuits. Like, in my opinion, completely depriving yourself of these rarely works long term. And this over-restriction often leads to um, overindulgence or overeating at some point down the line. And the poison is in the dose. I hope that's the right, the right um, frame. So... If we're thinking about a healthy, balanced diet, like all food sources, all foods have their place there. But like I said before, the frequency and the amount is going to differ. So if you're only eating like iceberg lettuce, uh, computer, (laughs) iceberg lettuce, cucumber and tomato, like that is actually not very healthy. And if in the same side that is like only eating chocolate isn't very healthy, like you need a balance in here. Um that includes like a variety of food groups but if you're sticking to the 80 20 rule like I think that balance in um like the the frequency and the portion sizes is a quite a nice way of looking at it um because let's face it like the the really really delicious like less nutrient dense foods are very easy to overeat just because of the the calories and like the portion size so if you think about 100 calories of chocolate versus 100 calories of strawberries like you're going to get a bowl full of strawberries versus a freddo bar of chocolate and it's not to say that one's better than the other but what's going to satiate you and what's going to help keep you um, fuller for longer uh, and help your mood motivation energy levels etc long term like if you're talking about the 80 20 though like maybe one one day out of seven you have that bar of chocolate um but if you're thinking about the other like six days then that's maybe where you have like the greek yogurt and the strawberries and it's not about depriving yourself and the minute you, you tell yourself that you can have like having unconditional permission to eat anything you want you're taking like the foods like chocolate and crisps off of that pedestal and you're allowed, you're telling yourself that you can have them if you choose to, but it then becomes a choice and it becomes an empowered choice. 
so they don't have the same hold on you um, and it's how unconditional permission to eat like works within dieting so it's not about eating whatever you want whenever you want but it's about choosing that and you make that choice in line with your values and your goals but you're also accountable to that choice so if you are having chocolate all the time that is a choice that you're making for instance you have to be accountable to that choice and you have to be realistic and know that to create that calorie deficit it is going to be harder but the minute you become accountable to that choice like you are in a a position to feel empowered and to therefore make more or make choices that are more aligned with your goals so it's not about saying I'm starting a diet on Monday I need to cut out all this chocolate it's about saying I'm starting a diet on Monday I can include chocolate but how am I going to include it in a mindful way that I could that I'm still enjoying it and it's within my calories or it's within my um my deficit for the day and you can see the difference in that mindset and if you do sign up this is what I will coach you through to start with is like I met like the mindset prep um I've got like a six part um podcast series and I've got like a six um like journaling points and just different ways to think about um approaching a diet for long term and I did this with my last intake and it's got a really good response and people are feeling really really good come the end of the six weeks and they know exactly what they need to do moving forward a lot of people have moved away from that all or nothing mentality and they're thinking long term and how they can approach their diet and keep their results long term so this stuff does work um and that just leads me nicely on to my last uh, my third point is getting rid of your all or nothing mindset with nutrition. So this is one of the most common reasons that I see women struggle with. They're so used to either being on a diet or off it that they don't know how to live in that perfect in between, that imperfect in between part. And that's where the results are. Like that's where life is. Life is messy. Life is going to throw you curveballs. You're not going to always be able to have everything perfectly. Nobody expects you to or needs you to. You just have to be consistent. Um, and it's because it's not about being perfect. It's about making mistakes. It's about learning from those mistakes. And it's about being consistent and not giving up after every single bump. And a lot of th- a lot of times, I think this really comes down to one the how you're labeling foods. Um, like are you leaving them good and bad are you depriving yourself the minute you start a diet saying I can't have these things and also I think it's about um, letting go of any time frame that you have so if you're going into a diet thinking oh I just need to survive this for six weeks then yeah you might get results like you might drop some body fat but you're not going to maintain them because you're not thinking long term you're not thinking about what happens when the diet ends and how you're going to maintain results so to get long-term results, you have to think about your habits and behaviours and you have to think about these being long-term habits. And you have to think about changing any beliefs you have, any limiting beliefs you have, any behaviours or um, like unhelpful habits that you have around food, around exercise, around movement um, that is going to result in a lifestyle that is not only going to let you get results but also maintain them. But you have to think about lifelong adherence, not just 6, 8, 12-week diet adherence. And that is something that I'm very passionate about. Hopefully you can tell. Um, and it's something that I coach um, every single client through. 
everyone's going to have different limiting beliefs, different um, values, different goals, but you can absolutely build a diet and a plan around these that's going to help you be able to stick to this long term. And the fourth um, thing is building a diet and a lifestyle that you love. So I can hand in heart say that I absolutely love like my diet or my nutrition, the way I eat. And I love training. And I love the lifestyle that I have created. But I have created this over a period of like 10 years. And I've also made so many mistakes down the line. And if I was to quit after every single mistake, like I wouldn't have got to where I am. <clears throat> but I'm at a point now where I can pretty much maintain my results year round. So if I was to book a holiday next week, for instance, like I wouldn't be freaking out about going and getting like a swimsuit or a bikini on. And that's how I want every single client of mine to feel. I, I don't want you to be thinking, oh shit, I go on holiday in like eight weeks time, or right, I need to crash diet. Like if you can build like habits, behaviours, lifestyle around um, like feeling your best, like your best self, then once you initially get, like, create your diet, create the lifestyle, get the results that you want, you will be in a, you will be in a frame of mind that you can actually maintain them. And that's what all my coaching, the full ethos of my coaching is. I have felt the way you feel right now. Like, I have spent years on fad diets. Like, I did Aikens, 5-2, like... 500 calories for two days a week that was a miserable miserable time like I've done the no carbs before marbs face planted a loaf of bread the minute I got drunk I've tried fat burners I've actually had la- tried laxatives as well I've had the electric pulsing waist trainer, weight trainer waist trainer and I used to sit in my room watching tv eating a pack of crisps <laughs> like yeah like you name it I have tried it like so I have felt lost frustrated, deflated, annoyed, broken, beyond help and it's a horrible place to be but I promise you that it doesn't have to be like this but if you want to change your life you have to change your habits and build habits and behaviours that you enjoy that make you feel good and that are going to get you closer to your goal. It's a win-win. So if we're thinking about fat loss then you want to think about eating in a way that you enjoy that also creates a calorie deficit. So the points I had made before, like nutrient-dense foods, 80-20, like moving away from all or nothing, moving away from labelling foods, but good and bad. Um, eating more protein and fruit and veg. Like not only will it help with the above, but it's going to make you feel good, feel your body, improve your mood, focus, concentration, and you will legitimately be thriving, not just surviving your diet. Thinking about moving more in your day. So setting yourself a step target if you don't have one already. If you've got one already and you're not seeing results, maybe increase that by one to 2,000 steps a day. Um, sleep more. Like, if you're not getting seven hours a night, like, you do want to kind of look at that. Now, I am a mum of two. I got no sleep last night. I think I got 45 minutes because Olivia was full of cold and wouldn't settle. Like, I know that this is tough. Like, I know um, that if you're working shifts, like, sometimes, depending on your shift pattern, sleep's not going to be the best. But again, we're not speaking about, we're not wanting you to be perfect, but can you try to be more consistent? Can you try to get to bed a little bit earlier? 
do you have to do it all? Can can you, like, if the kids aren't sleeping that great, can you take it in terms of your partner so that you're at least getting, what, like, a decent night's sleep every other night? Like, the thing with kids is, is like, you will get through this. They will, um, if they're ill, they will go over it. If they're babies, they will grow up and they will sleep better. I mean, it's a short-term, um, like, frustrating and at the time like horrible place to be but you will get through it like if you're working shifts can you prioritize the sleep around that like ask people for help if you've got to pick up kids um like just making sure the quality of your sleep is better getting into like a nice like bedtime routine regardless of the shifts that you're coming off so that you're able to switch off potentially going into some like mindfulness work or some like listening to sleep stories before you sleep just so that you're able to drift off and that sleep is better like there's always little things you can do to help. It's not just, oh, I work shifts or I've got young kids, so I just can't do that. Like there's always things you can do if you look hard enough. Um and things like drinking at least two litres of water a day, because if you're dehydrated, um, then sometimes that can mask hunger or it can impact your focus and concentration levels. You're looking for like quick fixes of energy, which the body's craving, and these things are like your high sugar, high fat foods, chocolate, jelly, sweets, etc. Like you're going to be craving these. So just making sure you're hydrated is just an easy fix or an easy win for that. But most importantly, you need to live your life whilst doing this. So including more things that bring you joy. Like, stop putting your life on hold and being miserable for six, eight, 12 weeks when you're on a diet. Um, <clears throat> and success is neither magical nor mysterious. Success is a natural consequence of good habits. And I fucking love that quote. It's not, it's not a coincidence when you see people get amazing results and maintain those results. That is not a coincidence. They've built habits, they've built behaviours, they've built a lifestyle that they love and enjoy that allows them to sustain the results that they've got. Like, it is, it is consistent effort. Um, it's not magic, it's not supplements, it's not... You're not broken, it's just you've not built habits and built, beha- built behaviours that support the goals that you want. So if you would like to build your own habits and start feeling your healthiest, happiest and most confident self, then that's exactly what I do in my coaching. Like that is my mission. I have made it my mission to help busy women thrive in life and feel their best selves at work, at home and in life. So if you're a shift worker or a busy mum, then you are who I help. Like I can change your life if you're ready to put the effort in and make the changes and build the habits. So if you're listening to this thinking, hell yes, then get in touch. I'll leave my details in the show notes. Like I'm most active on Instagram. So my handle is heather.moffat.fitness. You'll find me there. Um, get in touch, ask questions, like just say hi. <clears throat> Send my message if you are interested in the programme. But I will leave all the details in the show notes. And I hope you all have lovely, lovely days. And I will speak to you all on the next episode.